Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 203. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road. Take my reservation, Andy. Uh, sure. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast. But what a time to be alive, Andy. The uh, reason I, I say your name is Take My Reservation is because California's reopened. Not since, like, mid-November. Have we been able to do that, uh, quote unquote, legally uh, in the world in, of the state of California? But now we can. I forgot that that was like leaked this weekend. Like Newsom's going to do it. He's going to put out a statement. But I've been like busy. I haven't paid attention. So that did happen. It happened uh, yesterday and it was basically effective immediately. Um the funny thing is, it's like, well, this is, at least in Southern California, no one can go sit outside this week. One, it's windy or freezing or just pouring rain. We're supposed to get like four inches of rain this Friday. So talk about getting bailed out for that to buy time. But two, I find it a little coincidental that Biden just took office and all of a sudden, with no staggering changes in uh, numbers from what I've heard, uh, oh, yeah, we can reopen now. It's all good. Well, that's not true. The Nothing is true, Andy. The cases have plummeted. Uh looks like January 14th, we had a seven-day average of 44,000 cases a day. Right now, we have a seven-day average of 23,000. So the cases are going way down. Deaths is that have just for California? That's just for California. Mm-hmm. See, I've stopped paying attention to any of this because I don't care. I wear a mask when I'm near someone. In a store. I also hate you're walking and you have five, six, seven, eight feet between you and a stranger. It's outside. It's windy. And they still stare at you with their dumb, dead eyes. I can't stand that. I hate people now. I used to like people all the time. I don't think that was true. <laughs> I think you uh, always had less patience for people. but Yeah, I I, I don't like uh, dealing little- with people, <laughs> especially at stores. And wearing a mask in a store does not do you any favors. Now I, I don't want to be in there for more than four minutes. I'm in and out of Costco in less than like 11 minutes. Yeah, no, you got to have a plan. It's got to be a world record. So I'm looking at this curve of the daily cases, seven-day average. Um, and it's like the outline of a cat. It's really nice. Oh, interesting. It went way up. And then on right before Christmas Day, the cases started going down again. And then they went right back up, and then they're going down again. So it's like the two cat ears. It's nice. You put some ice on there, and you got a little cat. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> sound like Marine Ponderosa. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, so what that means, by the way, just if you're wondering for California reopening, it's outdoor dining, and you can get your hair done uh, or your nails done. Uh, I don't believe bars are included in this opening up. And, I mean, if you're thinking movie theaters – just shut up. That'll never happen. Uh, theme parks will never be al- allowed to reopen. Uh, you're lucky to have, you know, outdoor dining. So the thing with the movie theaters is even if they did, they wouldn't, some of them wouldn't do it because there's nothing to come out because people are still, I mean, rightfully worried. And like, if you don't want to get COVID, I wouldn't go to a movie theater right now. Um, if you could, um, but as someone who I think has some immunity, I might, I might, I might test the waters, but, 
But because so many people are would not are not going to go to the movie theater, it's just not that it's not that they're not open. Like all the theaters, are the, all the studios have pulled their movies. Yeah, and we'll but, get into that. Yeah, this past week it was crazy. Just well, we'll get into that uh, in a couple of stories down the road here. Um, as we kind of discussed, moving along from the reopening thing and all that, uh, we discussed in sports. The uh, late great Larry King has passed, eighty-seven. Yes, and and from COVID, so he's he's one of them. He'll be in the history books forever. So that's that's something. Had a uh, a long good life. Yeah, I mean, when when you heard that Larry King got it, you're like, well, that's not gonna be good. What is he ninety nine? And you're like, oh, he's not ninety nine, but actually eighty seven. I know he he's one of those guys. As I said in the last pod, he's been you know, 90 years old for the last like 30 years. Yeah. There's other people like, um, uh, the guy in parks and rec and boy meets world who doesn't age, uh, at all. And he's probably, you know, 45, 50 years old by now, but he doesn't age period in a good way. And then you have Larry King's been 90 for 30 years. Oh, Adam Scott, Adam Scott. That's who it is. I believe we have a podcast episode calling him an alien or something. Yeah. He might be. Well, sad and he'll be missed. Yeah, a lot, lot of good work there on uh, CNN. That show was uh, always weird because you could, you didn't have to watch the whole thing. You're just like going through channels. You stop on it. I'm like, who's that? Oh, who's he interviewing tonight? And then you'd always be bombarded with every news story possible going on the little scroll there. Yeah, I don't know. who. Are you supposed to read that? Uh, I can't help myself. I'm like, oh, what happened? Oh, oh. Yeah, but when you start reading that, then you're not paying attention to the uh, the guy talking. Yeah, it's like it's 78 degrees in Pittsburgh. Cool. Okay. All right. I guess you just pick your battles. All right. Well, inching along here, we have an Apple update. And I know you're probably wondering, Andy, because you're such a big Apple fan. Hey, this is not really Apple update season. Well, uh, this is just from the nerd uh, nerd sphere here. Uh they're working on an, a headset, not to be confused with that, you know, uh, over the ear headphone they just made, but an AR slash VR that uh, could be released as early as next year and could be potentially set to replace an iPhone for some users. So we're going back to Google Glass. Exactly. So probably a new and improved of that. Um, I mean, for me, I love the fact that I can go places with my watch and leave my phone. I find it to be a power move because I don't have to hold anything. It's on my wrist. So if you have this thing on your face, you'll look silly. But I don't know. You could open up an article about, you know, the Cecil Hotel uh, while you're waiting to check out in the, the grocery store. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not happy about that. That stuff is weird. I don't intend to buy one because I'm. I'm sure it's not going to be cheap. Not to start, and I mean, AR and VR. It's eh, it's a gimmick for now. I, I just don't see it being huge. Uh, but who knows? Maybe they'll reinvent the wheel here. I'm. We're getting close to where like we need that. Where like all the future movies are like way off. That's like, all right, guys, we got to just do something. That yeah, we got to try and get the actual world into, you know, the movies that were made, you know, 50 years ago, the year 2000. No one yeah. lives on Earth, but they all fly in their own car that drives itself. 
and flies. Well, like I know the, no, the but we still have potholes, so yeah, I'm doing something right. Like the thing where you can move your hands around and things happen. Like that needs to happen now. Yeah, those big screens that can you know go yeah. invisible. And also in the future, why are all screens uh, translucent? It's like, are people supposed to be sitting across from you and looking at what you're like? You see this report here, Ned? Yeah, yeah, I do. Maybe that's COVID friendly. Yeah, I don't think they predicted COVID when they made those future sci-fi movies. They just didn't even know. Maybe. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll we'll keep you updated on uh, anything. But again, I mean, that's as early as 2022. Uh, alongside, they're still uh, geeking out over potentially a folding iPhone. Uh, obviously, your your boys over there at Samsung have beat us to that. But we'll keep you updated. Next on deck, moving right along here. Uh, Disney is going to update another ride due to how racist it is now, I guess. Um, so when we ever do get to go back to Disney, which I don't even know when that'll be, maybe in five years or something, uh, you won't remember any of these rides. So think about this really quick. I think they have already revamped the log ride, Splash Mountain. Was there anything else in the pandemic that they've updated? Um, Dumbo. They did Dumbo. No, I made that up, but I don't think so. All Dumbo is is like a flying kid ride where you sit in an elephant and it goes in a circle. Animal cruelty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the ride I'm referring to is the Jungle Cruise, which I've only been on like two times. Like even as a kid, I I mean, I was the youngest, but my siblings like, no, we're not going on that. That's that's for little kids. So I never got to go on it. I, I've been on it twice. You're missing and, out. What? You're missing out. Well, I've been on it now. It's and just- actually, the last time I went on it, it broke down and they had to send another boat to tow us back in like old school. Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, but I guess there's indigenous people in there. I don't even really remember. I just remember a bunch of like people climbing like a stake because there's a a rhino getting a him. rhino going to gore them. Yeah. Uh, so what? I don't know where it's offensive. Maybe they have tribe people there or something, but I don't know. They'll probably replace them with they're cannibals. So that's always a problem. But then I think they're also like painted really dark, like oh, cool. like uh, cartoons from the day, because they didn't know any better. I mean, they should have. But interesting. Well, yeah, when uh, you get to go back, that'll be updated. Which I figured they were going to do anyway, because wasn't the Rocks movie supposed to come out? And we'll probably get into that in a second. Yeah, but they say it's nothing to do with that. They just they don't they don't want that stuff anymore. There's too much like old Disney racism that people bring up. They'll be like, "Yeah, well, you know, Snow White was racist." And it's like Disney's like, "We just don't want to deal with that." Like, so we're just going to change stuff. Like they they will never allow the the Song of the South to be out, even if like seventy five percent of it isn't racist. They're like, Wait, "Song of the South, zippity doodah." Yeah. That's it is. Spot. Yeah. So, and I, I've seen parts of it on like YouTube and it's like, oh yeah, that's kind of racist. Um, See, I need to look this up because all I can uh, equate that with is a wonderful day, probably a hot day because it's California and you just got soaking wet and now you're happy and these geese are just singing and dancing and having a wonderful time on a riverboat. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's not California. It's supposed to be the South. Well, obviously, yeah, Andy, but I'm in California when I'm on the ride. 
they're not they're not ditching the song and that song won the academy award i'm pretty sure like that song is fine it's just the rest of it i guess and 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 that's the thing about the splash mountain ride like removed racist stuff like i mean it didn't it didn't include a racist things they changed one of the things the uh the the rabbit never gets covered in tar or whatever so um because that was racist there's no, there's like another there's some other changes they made so even in 1987 they knew like oh we can't put this stuff on the ride hmm. well we'll always have the original versions on youtube if you ever get sad yeah i'll have to go find that one day so i know what the world's talking about yeah all right well moving along here as we kind of mentioned earlier Movies are delayed again. Yeah, pretty much everything that was supposed to come out in the first half of this year has uh, gone. Um, moved further and further. So there's stuff that are still in the books, which is crazy. It's like uh, Edgar Wright's new movie. I looked it up. It was still supposed to come out in April. And it's like, I don't think so. But that's now like October. But yeah, basically everything that you can think of, any movie you've ever heard of that was going to come out this year has been delayed at least to the second half of the year. So, like, you remember A Quiet Place 2? Yes, I do. Yeah, that's included. I saw that's, like, October or something. James, The new James Bond, where Daniel Craig's going to be 90 before the movie comes out. Yeah, delayed for, like, the 15th time. Yeah, and that's, that was supposed to come out November of 2019. They fucked up. They should have just put it out. <laughs> yeah. And they're not on HBO, so they can't just forward it straight to uh, to theaters in your room, in your house, which would have been cool. Yeah, and that's what what's funny about this is all the shit that HBO took for the move they took. It makes so much more sense now. It's like, yeah, nothing's going to come out. They kind of figured that, and they're like, fuck this. We're going to put our movies out so people can see them at least, because just letting them do nothing until we can finally release them. But then also because they're all stacking up like this, you can't even all release them all in October. Now, I tried to watch Wonder Woman 1984, but being that I was born in 1990, it wasn't for me. Like, every joke is, look at that dumb jacket and that hairstyle. You're supposed to be like, oh, I remember that. But I don't. So it wasn't for me. And it was like nine hour long movies. So I was out. I think I lasted 26 minutes. Yeah. Well, the yeah, all the 80s stuff is right in the beginning. And then it like forgets that it's in the 80s. I'm just over that whole premise of. You know, it's 1981 for this whole theme, and it's going to be so funny. Yeah. Can we move along to Home Alone is brand or Home Alone? Yeah, Home Alone is brand new. Home Improvements on the air. Those are the good old days for me where all have a laugh at your show. I want to see people in shirts that make them look like pirates. That's the kind of references that I need. So you're looking for Seinfeld? (laughs) You Uh, should get a puffy shirt, Andy. Yeah. Uh, there's there's things that are set in the 90s and it's fun, but yeah, I think I, I know, got- but you know what I mean. The 80s is kind of huge in the last few years to you know revamp because filmmakers are probably in their late 30s and so they were around for the 80s and they remember it and they want to have that nostalgia because people like the workaholic guys. That's all they had and workaholic guys overdid the 90s and that's why I didn't like them. But these people making these movies now are overdoing the the 80s. Yeah, I, I liked American Horror Story last year. That was a good 80s one. I watched that one. And I mean, that was fine because that was a premise with, you know, uh, 
uh, is it Mike Myers? No, Jason. Yeah. And that kind of stuff. And it had Richard Ramirez and that's a different story, but just like, Oh, we're going to wear the, the eighties, Michael Jackson jacket. And it's like the wedding singer already did all of those jokes. Yeah. I think we'll see less and less of it over time. Uh, but it's going to, it's going to keep happening. <laughs> I'm we'll sure see. there's like six movies coming out that are set in the 80s. Woof. All right. Well, uh, we have a new trailer for something that's not going to get delayed because it's coming to your TV. And that is Kong versus Zilla. Yeah, we got to talk. We got to have a weekly update on this. This is just so important. Uh, we finally got the full trailer. We got to see the two uh, big guys fighting it out, punching each other in the face. And there's just so much mystery surrounding it. Uh, rumors of a mecha Godzilla that in one shot of the trailer you can kind of see like the red eyes of you know this other one that's a robot and isn't that insane so I haven't seen the trailer but I did see like a picture of the two of them I don't know squaring off to fight or something I would not have guessed that they were the same size yeah that's a uh, that's a decision that they made with the Kong to make him way bigger than King Kong has ever been because Godzilla should be way bigger. Uh, but you want to keep it even. Yeah. It would, it would be like Muggsy Bogues versus Sean Bradley or something. No one wants that. Yeah. But then he has speed. Yeah. And that's a nineties reference right there. Those are two. Speed. I liked it. Okay. Well, yeah, that's exciting, but that movie's not coming out till like March time. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, that's less than two months away. Um, Alexander Skarsgård's in it. Always, always fun to watch him. So, there's no reason, no, no reason to check, not check it out. I'm sure they know it's not going to be good at all. We do have a movie that's coming out this Saturday called The Little Things that I am excited about, and that'll be on HBO Max uh, and theatrical debut at the same time, if allowed. Mm-hmm. In, in like one town in Tennessee or something. Although, I don't know. Okay. Uh, moving along to an uh, upcoming documentary on... Netflix. Now, this one is about, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you probably were caught off guard. Crime scene, the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Now, this is the hotel in downtown Los Angeles that is uh, closed for now. But uh, a notorious place uh, built in the 30s and uh, was nicknamed by locals the Suicide Hotel because people would go there and uh, kill themselves or kill uh, uh, women of the night who would work at the hotel. And uh, Richard Ramirez lived in this hotel for a couple weeks. And uh, most recently in the news was, I think it was a few years ago now, that Asian lady from Vancouver was there and she was in the elevator and acting weird and then disappeared and then was later found in like the water tower. Okay, yeah. Do you remember that? No, but I'm reading some of this stuff. To this day, they I don't think even have an answer as to like they just said like oh accidental drowning and she was bipolar. Uh, it's like well how did she get into this thing in the first place? It's not like it's a swimming pool. This thing is closed and a locked roof. Uh, so it's I believe a four part series about this hotel and specifically about this lady at the hotel and those events. That comes out February 10th. All right. So I, I looked it up. I was like, is this what that American Horror Story season was based on? And yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's uh, 
I mean, real life horror stuff. You know, I'm ske- I'm a skeptic. I don't think there's any ghosts there, but you know, if they got something, maybe they got something. Who knows? Yeah, it, I mean, it looks like a junky hotel. It, you know what it looks like is a lesser version of Hotel Figueroa. How it yeah. has that kind of like E shape in it. It's got that side where you could put murals on there, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's February tenth. Anything else you want to add before we get into what we've been watching? Uh, I don't have any other big news. I don't think. I think. All right. Well, before we get there, that portion of the pod was brought to you by our good friends at the Clipless Leash. Head to thecliplessleash.com and you're going to get 65% off by plugging in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. Head to thecliplessleash.com. Pick out that dog leash you want and they're going to give you 65% off when you plug in promo code Tony. It's the dog leash you've been waiting for. Okay. How many things do you have, Andy? To watch? Yes. I only got four on here. Well, I know I got five, actually. Five. I've got three. All right. You go for two. Okay. Uh, I will wa- I'll talk about two of the uh, sadder movies, two movies about death uh, that I watched, because that's, that's what you do. Um, so the first one is a Pixar movie, because all of their movies are about death, Pretty much. Um, and so since I have Disney Plus for another few more weeks, I watched Coco from 2017. Okay. Have you ever seen this one? I have not, but I'm familiar with the area in California Adventure. I didn't know that existed. It's a newer area. Uh where Tia Place was because it's already Mexican. Probably. <laughs> that makes sense. It's a. It is a... Uh, it's set in Mexico about a Mexican family and about Day of the Dead, where I guess the the whole thing of Day of the Dead is that the your dead relatives can come back to the world and watch you as long as you put their picture up. And so uh, in this thing, a uh, an alive boy gets caught in the city of the dead and needs to uh, unbreak a curse to come back. But he gets to like basically get helped by his all his deceased relatives like way way in the past relatives like his great great grandmother and stuff uh but of course it's sad because that's what pixar do, does they know how to find the right uh places to make you feel bad about your life and stuff whoa it, it's all it's always about death and family and stuff and, and it, it's great it's a, it's another great one from them they they pretty much don't miss except for cars i guess but I liked cars. I've never seen cars, but they made three of them and I've never seen any of them. So they're great. Yeah. But I feel like, uh, yeah, everyone should watch Coco. It's a great film studio. They know what they're doing. They make great stuff. I did recently watch Onward and I didn't mention that. I think like a week or two ago. It was okay. Yeah, it's okay. But also it was about death and was very sad at the end. (laughs) They know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Okay. Then the other... Uh, movie about death that I watched. It's called The Farewell. It came out uh, last year, although I mean, I guess 2019 as last year. Uh, it is about a um, a woman in America. She, he, she's Chinese-American. Her parents are from China and her 
grandmother is still in China and basically her grandmother is diagnosed with a terminal illness, but in China, they don't tell old people they have terminal illnesses. They tell their family and they never, they never tell the person because they see that those people give up on life if they know they have a terminal illness. When they catch on when they just never leave a hospital. Yeah, eventually if you have to go to the hospital. But so in this case, they basically had a um, – her cousin had a fake wedding. So the whole family would go back to China and see the grandmother one last time. And she what thinks – What is this called? What? What movie is this called? The Farewell. Hmm. Uh, so this is very, very highly reviewed from – Sounds very familiar. I don't think I've seen it, but I've maybe listened to a pod where they talked about this movie. Yeah, so it stars uh, Aquafina, who is that really annoying girl from that commercial from way yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, it's got to have some Asian people in it. Um, but this, she's not. She's just a normal person. She's not trying to be funny or anything. Um, and she's great. I I look back. She won. She won the Golden Globe for you know best actress in a comedy, which the Golden Globe does. But maybe that's why I was familiar with it. So it's it's very well received. It it is it is good. It's a, it is a well done movie, and uh, it's from A twenty four. So my favorite, Your favorite, movie. yeah. Uh, so it's on Amazon Prime to watch because it's pretty much all of their movies are there on Amazon Prime. So it's good. I probably should have watched it earlier. All right, I'll go in for a couple. I watched Whatever Happened to Monday on Netflix. Are you familiar with this? Uh, is this the movie where there are like seven people? Yep. Yeah. So it's very similar like idea to children of men in a way. Uh, so in China. What? And real life China. Yeah. In this world, uh, the world's just way too populated. Uh, and so William Defoe his kids are drug addict or something and, uh, or she dies. And so she has seven kids, babies, and he takes over, you know, and becomes her dad. You're only allowed to have one kid to control the population. And then what they say is that they freeze any other siblings and that they'll, you know, thaw them out with, uh, you know, Mike Myers or Austin powers rather when the world's ready for more people. And the whole thing is like, well, that sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Like when is that ever going to be like, Oh yeah. Okay. We're ready now. Like we just needed to make some more Costco's. Uh, but you come to find out that's not what they're doing with those, uh, those people, those kids mostly, because once you're born, like you have another kid, like, Oh, you gotta go, you gotta go get thawed or frozen rather. Uh, and so each one of these girls is named one day after uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And each, one, when it's their name or their day, they get to go outside and uh, go to work or, you know, it's fun. It's like, how would you like to just be Saturday or Sunday? And then you never have to do anything. Every day is fun when you go outside. Uh, but it was different. Also, it's like an Eddie Murphy movie because obviously the same girl plays every character uh, for the siblings. Yeah. But uh, pretty dark. Um, it's got Glenn Close of 101 Dalmatians fame and uh, Air Force One, of course. Yep, that's what she's known for. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely pretty decent. It's it's different and uh, it's not bad. And then 
The other movie, and I actually finished it earlier today, was Geostorm on HBO Max. And uh, this is Gerard Butler and my boy Jim Sturgis of Across the Universe fame. And uh, in this one, it's kind of like Day After Tomorrow uh, or even 2012, I guess. But the world's just a little too aggressive with its uh, weather. And so Gerard Butler makes a satellite that'll make weather or counteract weather. And then what happens when someone decides to use it as a weapon? Ed Harris, Andy Garcia, and, uh, you know, stuff ensues and they have to save the world. And you get to see like a giant, like hundred foot wave flying down uh, Dubai and uh, lightning strikes everywhere. They blow up a convention center in Florida. It's a disaster movie and it's got Gerard Butler. So what about the Golden Gate Bridge? You know, I don't think they did anything in San Francisco, which is kind of bizarre because, yeah, they love to blow up San Francisco. But Ed Harris... Maybe that was one of his demands. Like, don't you touch the rock. Yeah. I storm the rock. No storms other than me storm the rock. Uh, I hope that's the real explanation. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. It's a bad disaster movie. It's fun. Um, That is a Saturday afternoon movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know when you watched it, but that's that's what I think of. I started it last night and then finished it today at lunch. Yeah, see, that works. A lunchtime movie. Yeah, and what's cool is I watched it the whole time on my phone. So I have the iPhone 12 Pro Max, and then I have the AirPod Pros. So I've said this before. It's unbelievable watching a movie on my phone now with the AirPods. You turn your head, and the the audio moves with it. I'm nervous. I mean, I'm in my house, so I don't care. But I'm nervous that it's like, oh, is it on my playing off of my phone speakers also? Like, this is crazy. Uh so it's a very enjoyable experience. You yeah. want to jump in and do uh, two more, and then I've got one still. Okay. Um, I watched Mortal Mortal Kombat Legends: The Revenge of Scorpion. This is an animated movie that I rented for ninety nine cents on Amazon. Oh, they saw um, you coming using using my promo credit, so I didn't have to pay for it. I've been meaning to watch this one for a while, but it's like I didn't know it wasn't streaming anywhere. And when I have to see, oh, 99 cents. Uh, I love Mortal Kombat. I love the first Mortal Kombat movie. Uh, this is this is animated, uh, but it's pretty good animation. Uh, it's got Joel McHale as Johnny Cage, which is great casting. I Do you that. like it more than Donkey Kong? <laughs> I definitely <laughs> thought about that. It's, uh, it's one of the all time great lines. Billy Madison reference in case you didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, Mortal Kombat was maybe the first video game I've ever played. Like, I I remember it. We had Mortal Kombat as a kid for the Sega Genesis. Um, and it probably was the greatest game of all time at that point. Uh, but yeah, I, loved, I, I even saw the first movie in theaters when I was six years old. Uh, but this this animated movie is basically just the first movie retold again, but it lets Scorpion be the protagonist where it gives him some backstory uh, and he gets to uh, be the good guy at the end, uh, which is cool because he's kind of a beloved character despite being uh, not the protagonist. Uh, what's strange is there's a live action Mortal Kombat coming out like in a couple months, so it'd be interesting to uh, compare these that I was surprised that this movie was basically just the first movie slash first game again, the same story. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I want to see I want to see more. Okay. But well. yeah, if you like if you like Mortal Kombat and you've got 99 cents, it's worth it. Yeah. Be a sucker not to watch it. All right, you want to take more? another one here? Yeah, do one more. Okay, I'm going to go uh just with a quick WandaVision update. So I have caught up uh with that I watched all three episodes that have been released so far. Uh it's definitely strange and it hasn't really revealed what it is. Uh, my dad was very frustrated watching it because I don't think he understood the concept that it's like it's supposed to be making fun of old TV shows. So every episode is a new decade, basically. So the 50s was like or the first episode was like the 50s and it was like leave it to the beaver. And then the second one was in the 60s, like uh, bewitched. And then the third one, they were in the Brady Bunch house. And it's like, this is the fucking Brady Bunch house. This is wow. cool. Uh, but it all the plot lines are just dumb, like sitcom plot lines but like but then like there's something weird going on but you don't know what it is so it's like yeah if you're just evaluating off that like it's not a good show this is dumb but it's like you want to stick around to find out like what the fuck is going on why did they make this show uh but you have no idea through three episodes i don't know if i can get into it it just sounds so weird yeah it's um yeah it's just parodying old tv which is kind of fun, but not for 30 minutes, you know, like yeah. I, I like seeing references to old TV shows because I grew up watching. But you everything. do a couple of minutes of dialogue. You don't dedicate an episode to it. Yeah. So I don't know where it's going, um, but because I'm a you know, fan of the the series, the Marvel series, I want to see what happens because I know I'm, I mean, based on the episode, the end of episode three, you know, it's going places because it starts to reveal itself a little bit. Um, but I would say if if you're just straight up reviewing the three episodes of this show that are out and be like, what the fuck is this? Nothing happened. It's like uh, the show they were doing on Seinfeld. Yeah, very much so. There was a talent show. It's like, oh, my God, I hate talent shows. All right. Well, my last one is not even really anything in, in particular. I've just been watching a whole bunch of Nat Geo on the Disney app. And the latest one I was watching is Wild Yellowstone, a multi-part series. There's a, I guess there's only two parts. That's kind of disappointing. I can't get enough of it. It's insane. It's all in like 4K. Um, I also like that for the most part, I also watched uh, Wild Big Sur of California. I like for the most part, it's not like, oh, here's this adorable little animal uh, with its family. Oh, and here's the animal that's going to eat it. And watch as this animal eats it. It's like, I don't need to see that. I get that's how it goes. But a lot of these are like, oh, and this animal, it can, it can just run fast enough to outrun the predator. And the predator is, is stuck with you know nothing to eat again. And it's like, oh, he'll find some food. He'll be fine. I like that. I don't need to see a bloodbath. Unless it's like sharks or something, because no one cares about fish. Um uh, like they're showing a little otter or a sea lion or uh, a baby uh, uh, calf or something. It's like, oh, he hid from the bear. Like, pretty good. Yeah. It's very interesting how these little animals live. It, it's remarkable. Was Old Faithful in the uh, Yellowstone episode? You know, they don't point it out, but they have some geysers. Oh. What's also insane, and I don't know how they do this. I'd like to see a documentary about making one of these documentaries. How many GoPros do they just mount all over the forest? They have cameras 
in these little uh, beavers like den, like underground, under in the water. Like, how do they get they just like dig and put a camera in there like they're the CIA? I don't understand. Yeah, that's invasive. It's incredible. Have you been to Yellowstone? You know, I went when I was 10. Because, yeah, you've been to like Montana and stuff. So I'll be going back to Montana in August. But uh, I think we might go to Glacier National Park. Oh, yeah. That would be closer to where we are. That's closer to Canada, too. Yeah. Make and a run we'll for be it. Uh, very, very north. Yeah. Kalispell, Montana. All right. What's your last one? Or do you have two more? No, I got the just one. Um, so last year at some point, I tried to watch the Clone Wars, the Star Wars animated show that's on Disney+. Oh, yeah. Plus. And uh, I started watching more of it now that I had this Disney Plus because I wanted to get to where they start to introduce the characters that are now also in the Mandalorian show just to kind of get a backstory to that. Mm-hmm. So uh, last night I finally got to it where Obi-Wan goes to Mandalore and uh, meets some people. And so at the end, the bad guy reveals himself and he pulls out the Darksaber thing. And he's like, we stole this from the Jedi centuries ago and now i'm gonna kill you and so that was the introduction of that you know that weapon that uh the mandalorian now owns huh because he beat uh giancarlo in combat yeah um but what was strange about it i was watching this and yeah that bad guy i'm like is that john favreau doing the voice of this guy and yeah at the end of the episode i saw he was the the voice of this so like this team has been in place for a long time i think Um, he's a mega nerd when it comes to this kind of stuff so yeah that wouldn't surprise me yeah so he did this episode way back in 2008 or something and like now he's back leading the show that's continuing that like story arc from you had that plan all along he knew disney plus was coming out (laughs) yeah it's crazy he's like they were like we want to do a show but we don't know what the hook should be he's like yoda yeah i got but a baby (laughs) Like fuck, no, that's so good. We we'll gotta do it. Grogu, um, Gogurt. What are you gonna call? Him? Hold on, let me think about this some more. Yeah. Well, very cool. Anything else to add before we uh, wrap her up? Uh, yeah, I got some furniture. I know that's not oh, what I'm watching. Congratulations! But I'm excited. I got rear speakers because now I have a thing to put them on. Mm. Uh, so I got a full surround experience now so i'm i'm excited are you still using bankers boxes and you have a towel rack now or anything uh no towel rack but uh, i'm gonna have something a little something more but yeah i'm still using bankers boxes to hold stuff okay well that's classic furniture yeah well congratulations (laughs) thank you all right well i think that'll uh conclude episode 203 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me, we had Off-Road. I shopped for Furniture Andy. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll see you later.